looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. Got shit to do. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. We might have started with you swearing. I don't know if I hit the button in time there, Ross. Oh, what did I say? I was was repeating you. You were saying the S word. You said you had shit to do. Explicit warning. We already cussed. Episode number two this week. Huh? Yeah. I recorded, or I released the other one. Oh, that's right. Because last week we recorded that episode, and then you uh, sat on it. I just forgot. You had to edit it down to make sure that uh, we got all the uh, naughty parts out. I had to get rid of the blatant racism from you in that episode. Wait a minute. It wasn't me. No, it was. I was the one that had the sexist comments last week. You were trying to appropriate black culture, so I I was walking around in my. I had to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's getting in trouble here. Hey, can we uh, make fun of your hawks today? Is that okay? We can talk about my hawks. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. See? The report. Well, like you said, the report has not come out. The... What what did I just read? Uh, John Miller said, I think, like, the the executive summary. Yeah, so... The executive summary has come out, Ross. The way I understand it, we will probably never see the actual report. This is just what I understand from Mark Emmert and Chad Leistico from the Des Moines Register is that this will be, this is for some reason something that's not accessible through FOIA, which I don't understand. Uh, but That strikes me as odd because so what, it seems like pretty much everything is available through the yeah, Freedom right. of Information Act. <sighs> you know, man, I, listen, one of my things, I'm, I'm trying to stop uh, assuming motives and, and it's just assuming oh, the worst. Oh, it's fun though. No, uh, it's but, good, good times. But I don't, uh, there's parts of me that doesn't like this already, that Iowa has paid for this thing, Iowa has come out, they're going to, contr- they, they will control the narrative that comes out of it, but it, it right now seems like a giant nothing burger. Seems like a giant, almost waste of time and money, and I don't mean to, I hate to say it that way because they had, it was, to, do it. They had to do it, it was important to do it, it was important to do a real audit of all the things that had happened. Yeah. Um, but it does seem like in this in this world we live in where Twitter and Facebook and social media are so prevalent and everybody's got such a loud voice that all this stuff that was news wasn't new anymore. We knew all of it. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, again, it sounds bad because I'm not trying to downplay any of the stuff that happened here. It seems like there was some real problems inside that program. And, it, and it's hard to understand how some of it is perceived as problems because you hear it and you go, wait a minute, man, that kind of sounds like the way that my life went. I mean, I got yelled at as a kid. I lived in a, in a pretty disciplined home. I wasn't allowed to have my hair touch my ears. We are, if, if dad could grab the hair on the back of our neck, it had to get cut. Um, you know, I grew up in a pretty disciplined home. So I see some of this stuff and I go, 
Wait a minute, man. That's not racism. You that's grew up just in a judge. You grew up in a Judge Smales home. You'll get nothing and like it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I give my dad a hard time, but he was. I had a great. I grew up in a Norman Rockwell painting. I've said that he we had a. He gave you front row seats to the I Cubs. We had a pool in the backyard. Oh, by the way, a, before I forget, man, I, I, I don't think I gotta. I gotta play a, a sounder here. I think it's gonna be nothing though, because I think I erased the actual sound. On what this do you mean? One. So hold on. You yeah. raised something there. Oh, no. I still have it. Breaking news. Whose birthday? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. It's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday. 72 happy years old birthday. today. Happy, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jimbo. I want to do something special for yeah. you. You know what he's doing it's for his birthday? birthday and your special Nothing. Food. So I brought some guonks from the outer guonks. I'm gonna get my dad a guonk from the outer guonks zoo. And sing just for you. Alright, I'm glad I remembered. I like that bass line in there. Happy birthday to Jimbo. Hope you have a good day, Dad. My dad does listen to this. Feel bad Happy about birthday, this sometimes. Um, I, feel I bet you do feel bad. You know what? I bet your screw, wife screw feels hawks. I don't really want to talk about the hawks. Yeah, anymore. what? Alright, I'm gonna give you a sex quiz. All right, you ready? Let's do it. This is from WebMD. Boy, am I excited about this. It's a sex quiz. Ready? There's right. four, 14 questions. 14 questions. We're gonna, all right, here you go. Ready? And yeah. it's, multiple, it's multiple choice. All right. All right. Ross, how many times a year does the average American couple have sex? Ooh. 32, 66, 89, or 126? The average American couple over the course of a year... Uh, has sex. Give me the options there again. 32, 66, 89, 126. All right. 66 would be a little over five times a month. That's about once a week. I'm going to go with B, 60. And you are correct, okay. sir. And there's a little note after you, you answer these. Uh, it says married adults under age 30. Say they have sex an average of 109 times per year. The average drops to 70 times per year for 40-somethings and 52 times a year for people in their 50s. Mm. Uh, I, I, the answer is 66 back there for you in the cheap seats. I would, uh, you know, I, I, I've been pretty open about the fact my wife and I's relationship has been rocky, to say the least. We've probably had years where we were single digits. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then backed that up with years where we were triple digits. So you're, it, you're hot and cold. You're hot and cold, baby. Yeah. Ride the, baby bought the ticket. Take the ride, man. All right. Up and down. But, but for the, the so record. That, so that, but that seems right to me. I have, like not, pre I have not previewed this quiz we're taking, by the way. I'm, Does that I'm seem taking, right to I'm you? taking it with you. Once a week seem right to you? I can buy once a week. A I would say I would have said on average, I bet I would have said couples probably do it three, four times. A, a month, yeah. so 48, 36, 48, so 66 seems a little high to me if you're taking into account all married couples because that includes people in their 70s, 80s, 90s. Probably not doing it at all. I don't know. All right, question two. In which of the following ways are men's and women's sex drives different? Women are more likely to call themselves bisexual. Women are more influenced by the attitudes of their peer group in decisions about sex. A woman's willingness to perform various sexual practices is more likely to change over time 
or all of the above. Bisexual. Okay, okay hold on. A woman. Influenced by their okay. peer group. Yep, yep. Changing over time. I don't believe B. I think guys are more likely to be influenced by their peer group. Because I, I would agree with that because I don't think most women talk to other women about well, sex. Well, and I think even when they do, um, I mean, it, it seems like guys are more like, oh, well, that sounds interesting. Let's go. I want to see if I could pull that off. Where women are more like, oh, gosh, that's not, no, no, thanks. Not, not for me. And they kind of hold their ground on that. At least when I've been around those conversations. Who knows what happens to in my back. Yeah. The bisexual thing I'd agree with, though, that women are more likely to call themselves bisexual than men are. The last one about they're, will, they're willing to change, change their sexual... When you, what was the word you used? It wasn't preferences. It was... Uh, Let me click back here and find out for you, Ross. Because it felt like it was experiences. It was, like, it was almost more like, well, I didn't used to do that, but now I will. Uh, it was uh, various uh, willing, willingness to perform, yeah, perform various sexual practices. Okay. Jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go with all of the above because I don't think that the bisexual one is true. Or I don't think that the, uh, the, uh, the peer group one is true. I do think that the bisexual one is true, and I'm not sure about the, the performance thing. So I'm just going to go with A, bisexual. And you are wrong. All of the above. Really? All of the above. I'm not going to go into why. What do you mean not going to why? Why not going to why? I'm not the, curious as to why. The answer is lame. Well, men are more rigid about how they identify sexually. Oh, bull. That's what it says. So we're not going to be the <laughs> bisexual type. <laughs> Nate heard us say all men are rigid. All right. <laughs> here you go, Ross. Ready? Here you go. Okay. Here's number, one you num- should know. Number three. This one you should know okay. for sure. C. What's the average length of an erect penis, Ross? The average length of an erect penis. Your choices are pretty obvious here. Four to five, five to six, seven to eight, eight to ten. Not four to five. Now, keep in mind, it does not say wait, American males. Wait, is it? Okay, so go. So th- I don't go, know who was surveyed go, for go, this. It felt like you go through that, those links again. You said four to five. Four to five. That's too small. Five to six. That seems too small, too. But then it, it skips six to seven. Yeah, because see, I would have thought. It goes six, seven to eight, eight to ten. I honestly would have guessed that B and a half. Okay. But it's six to seven. So I'm going to go plus that. Seven. Uh, that's average. Average uh, length. Is average five to six? Let's find out. About to click the button. It is, according to this. When flaccid, penis size averages around three and a half inches. Nate, can you run to the bathroom real quick? <laughs> Verify that. We got a tape measure. Flaccid. <laughs> Yeah, that, I'm, I'm in Nate's boat there, too. Nate claims to have passed the, the toilet paper test, by the way, for anyone out there listening. Needs a tender date. I don't know. Yeah, that's that never something I've the been t- interested the, the in The TP and, test, by the way, is the you I, take the empty toilet paper tube. Could be full. Yeah, that's technically. right. Technically, it's, it's not a length test. It's a girth test. If you're uh, Once you're ready to go, so to speak, um, you should not be able to fit inside that tube. Seems... I don't think I want that cardboard. <laughs> I don't want to try that move. It's fine. Nate says, oh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> no one is hurt on the uh, testing here. I had to rip it apart to get, uh, get it back up. All right, Ross. Question number four. I, can I just tell you, though, that makes me feel good to know that the average is five to six. Is that what it was? Five to six. All right, here you go. Which gender, Ross? All right. All which, right. which gender has a higher preference? Preference, it's a keyword, for 
uh, reaching orgasm through oral sex. Ooh. Ooh, this is a really good one. Preference. Not ease of doing it, et cetera. Preference. I think preference is guys. But that's a really good question. I've met, I've met guys, I've had friends that have sworn that, they, that it can't happen. That they can't, they can't climax. That's ridiculous. Is there, did somebody walk in the front door? Because I want to make sure we're not... No, I somebody's think, not here to buy or sell a home. And I, think, I think they're using the ATM machine. Hi, I was uh, here to... Yeah. Oh, they are. Okay, they're servicing the ATM machine. Yeah, don't worry about all right, that. All right, all right, all right, all right. I've had friends that have said, like, I can't, I can't climax when I'm just getting... Okay, so your friends have wives that are terrible at it. No, 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 hold on now, hold on. I want to be clear here. This is not, like, close circle of friends. None of my close friends have ever said that. This was a dude that we went to high school with that I we hung around with after high school. You know okay. I mean? He was a buddy, and he, yeah. he, it, this it was not from lack of experience or trying or yeah. all that. Yeah, uh, he was good with the girls, but he, and I never understood it. I never when he said this, I was like, "What? What are you talking about? How's that possible?" Yeah, uh, and I do, and I, but so that's why it's interesting to me. But I think it's an easy answer that it's guys because. Girls are so much more self-conscious about that. They're, you Agreed. know what I mean? They just are, right? Agreed. Guys don't give a crap. We yeah. don't care. We think it's the greatest thing ever. We think it's awesome. Everybody's going to love it. Girls are the exact It's such opposite. a treat for them. We're basically right, right. Them aren't, aren't you lucky? I want to unwrap this beautiful, <laughs> magnificent prison. And, that, and girls just aren't that way. They're much more. All know. right. So your answer is men. Yeah, we got that one right, didn't we? You are incorrect. Shut up. Only that's a, that's a layup. Only ten percent of men reported a preference for oral sex to achieve an orgasm, while eighteen percent of women re- reported that preference. Men are more likely to reach orgasm when sex includes the vaginal intercourse, but women okay. are more likely All to reach right. orgasm okay. when they engage in a variety of sex acts that includes vaginal. Dude, oral. I I missed a key part of that. I missed a key part of the question, which was to climax. I mean, I guess I was thinking that when I was talking about uh, uh, Ty, but it, it, yeah, I could, I, I see that. Okay, it seemed I was just thinking of just the simple act. Do you like it? Do you not? Yep. Because every guy I know is like, hell yeah, hell yeah, let's do that. All right, here you go. I have a feeling. Ah, that seemed like a layup. I should have you, got. That. You've I'd told me. You've told that. me that you're ready to go via a stiff breeze. So yeah. I have a feeling I know your answer is headed on this one. Okay. All right. How long is it before the average man ejaculates during sexual intercourse, Ross? Ooh, do I have, uh, do I have multiple choice here? Five point four minutes. Nine point one minutes. Eighteen point seven minutes, or thirty-two point six. Oh, man, averages are tough. They can be skewed quickly. Um, I'm automatically leaning towards the shorter answers. On yeah, this but one. I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm into the. I'm, I'm thinking B. That nine minute. Uh, now, okay, let's let's go through the cor- clarifications here again. Simply vaginal. It's sexual sexual intercourse. Okay. That's what it says. Okay. I thought it was. Okay. Does not say vaginal. I'm going to go with B. Nine minutes. Nine point one. What are you thinking? The, what do you uh, think? I would I would agree with you. Maybe the sixteen though. I think five. Uh, six, 16 sounds too long. No, it's eighteen. Eighteen point seven. 
All right, here we go. We're checking the answer, and it's incorrect. It's 5.4. Jeez, we suck. Uh, five. Not, we've had this conversation, too, before, before that you you have either I think never it's wanted no, well, to. Well, the, I, the method ma- matters, Ross. The method matters. Yeah, right. But you're not a marathon man. You don't, you're not into oh, the, dude. you don't, you got, you got stuff to do. Time oh, is money to you. No. I'm it, a lover, not a money maker. No. I mean, it also depends on your style. I don't make money, Nate. I mean, are, are you repaving the road? Or are you jackhammering the old one up? I mean, that it, it matters on the length of I'm time. A, I, I, see, I like the roofing analogy. I like to tear the old shingles up, get down to the old plywood, check out the plywood. Maybe you got to tear that old plywood off, get down to the rafters, right? You really get in there. Get, get in and find out what's wrong and then rebuild from there. Oh okay, and then if you if it takes all day, if you got to be there all day, and if it takes a, a team of dudes to get it done, <laughs> this is this is why you have sex single digits per year. Yeah, you probably because you're up in her rafters, dude. She doesn't want you in her rafters. Get out of my rafters, man. Just be more of a five point four minute guy, and you might get it more often. All right, here you go. Uh, <laughs> Ross is definitely going to know the answer to this one. Stress can make a man's penis shrink. True or false? I don't think so. I don't think so. I wonder but what maybe, that means. Like shrink maybe. like permanently? Like, I mean, well, or like <laughs> during? During? Mark, ironically, even though my life sucks as much as it does, I don't stress about it. Okay. <laughs> so I don't. Awesome. So I don't have that much stress. I would, you would think I would. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Stress has a lot of horrible side effects. All right. Um, Ross is true. Yep. Yep. yep stress. And can, Ross is right. Yeah. The stress, they say stress doesn't. Uh, one more reason for men to avoid stress. It can make your penis shrink, if only temporarily. A man's flaccid penis varies in size considerably because of various environmental factors and their effects on the sympathetic nervous system. Cold water and cold air are perhaps best known causes of this shrinkage phenomenon, but psychological stress can do the same thing. So flaccid. I mean, the number of things that affect the length of my flaccid penis... Are, are in the thousands. <laughs> All men have that morning where they wake up, or not even morning, just, just any time, where you kind of look down and go, where did it go? Like, it's just That's like what, a turtle, said, turtle in the shell. Exactly. When you said the thing about, well, the average man's flaccid penis is like, what, you say three something? Yeah. I was like, oh, at times. Yeah. yeah. At times. Yeah. It's and like. At, and at other times. I think maybe if, you're, if, you're, if your body needs extra blood flow in other places, maybe it gets super, super tiny in those instances. That's like, well, we don't need blood down here. That's the thing, man. Our penis is the most unselfish organ in our body. Look at it. It's like, not, uh, nope, not now, boys. It's needed other places. Go! Yeah, 100%. All right, Ross. <laughs> Question seven. You're halfway home. I feel like I'm doing well so far. You're not doing bad. Older, old, here you go. All right. This one seems easy. Older women are more likely to experience orgasm when sex is within the context of a relationship. I guess. I don't. I. I mean, I've only. I only have one. One vein of experience here, and that's with uh, you know with my wife of twenty years now. Um, Nate. Ah, never mind. Never <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate, older women are more likely to experience orgasm when sex is within the context of a relationship. Do Tinder so that means older women, older women like strange, like strange more, or they like 
relationship sex more. Who has orgasms faster, your girlfriends or your Tinder dates? He says girlfriends. So, yep, answer is yes within the context All right, of we're going true, but keep in mind, it said older women, which is a vague term. Incorrect is the answer. Jeez. Women over age 50 are more likely to report orgasm when a sexual event is with someone who is, is not a relationship partner. Wow. Researchers speculate that many newly divorced or widowed women may find the novelty of a new partner arousing. Hmm. That makes sense. I've been with old Harry there for 30 years, and he's gone, so it's, it's a new day. I don't have to have him in my rafters anymore. Yeah, yeah Harry's out a, of my rafters got a, new, got a new roofing crew up there. I like it. All right. We're on the backside of the moon here. All right. What a great question for Ross. Late bloomer. Masturbation can improve sexual function, be a sign of sexual dysfunction, cause genital injury, Ooh. Or all of the above. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go with all of the above on that. And you are correct. Usually, if there's an all of the above, you go with it, right? I should have known that from the first question. Uh, right, the so injury part was the irritate the skin. Oh, here's, <laughs> here's a note for all our f- faithful listeners out here. This is why people listen to you. They, they get little nuggets. This is why your dad's listening. They get nuggets. Hey, Nate, I don't know if this is you, but pay attention over there. And men who masturbate face down can injure their urethras. What? That's what? what it, that's that's what, a thing? That's what it says. I'm trying to, like, what does that even mean? That's I mean, face thing? down means you're on the bed, typically. <laughs> I don't know, man. What? No, I don't think you should Google that. Face down, put your head between your knees when you're doing it. Like, what do you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But d- anyway, for our listeners, uh, protect your urethras. Don't do it that way. What? I, I have no hell? idea. It doesn't say. No, when I hear face down, I I I hear like I would think you're belly on belly the on bed. the bed. Yeah, me too. I don't. Are you are you like are you dry humping a a pillow? Are you? I don't know. Is your is your question number nine, Ross? I don't know. It's a lot of friction. Most women under age sixty, yeah, think about sex less than once a day. Most women under sixty, less than a single time per day. True or false? Um, I'm uh, I'm leaning towards false on this one. That 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 seems. That's pretty pretty rare. I mean, not I mean, even a single time a day. Right. Um, and because I'm thinking that, I'm probably wrong. That's probably true. But let's go with true. Ross is true, and Ross is correct. Women under 60 think about sex less than one time a day. So it says, while the majority of adult men under 60 think about sex at least once a day, like <laughs> that, yeah, way more than that. <laughs> what? Only about one quarter of women report this level of frequency. As men and women age, each fantasize less, but men still fantasize about twice as often. Twice as often? More like a hundred times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm reminded of the Louis C.K. bit he does about... Uh, Don't do the kid bit. No. <laughs> no. You can tell how bad of a person you are based on how long after 9-11... You waited to masturbate. Oh, jeez. 
Like how well, long? Was, okay, how long Ross. Was it I was. Could, I was. Uh, when nine eleven happened, I was. I was twenty two. Twenty one. Yep, twenty. Yep. Twenty. I just turned twenty two. No, I would have been older than that. I was 70, 98, 98, 20, 2000. But Louis, 20, I was like 23, the, 20, the, 22, 23. The punchline of Louis C.K.'s bit, which seems so prophetic now based on what we know about him was for me it was between the two buildings going down (laughs) (laughs) now here here, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you here's my memory this is as clear as my memory gets ross i am pretty sure i'm pretty sure i did not do that that day because i remember i remember that day I remember that day pretty vividly. I remember who I went to dinner with that day. It was one of my roommates. I remember feeling like just a weird feeling in the air, obviously, that day. Everything was odd. Uh, so I'm pretty sure, unless it was that night, in which I don't remember that. So, Well, we, we talk a lot about memory here. You should uh, reach out to that person that you had dinner with and see if their memories of it are the same as yours. Adam Wagner. Yeah. We went to talk at time. Yeah. Okay. Question 10. What percentage of women say they always have an orgasm during sex with their partner? 14, 29, 48, 74. 14, 29, 48, 74. I think those are a little high. We'll go 29. 29% says Ross Peterson, and Ross is right. Seems about right. 29% always. That's getting that cookie. Lucky for those folks yeah. i mean really that's that's putting in that's like you know that's like they're they're dating chester Copperpot, and he finds the treasure every single apparently, time man apparently know? like what are the this odds? is robinson caruso this well, guy has he's got, map, he's got the map island. skills yeah. there's no question like magellan down there okay um i know my answer on this one b most women can have an orgasm without direct stimulation of the, choose your word here, it's either clitoris or clitoris. clitoris. Uh, most women can have an orgasm without direct stimulation. Yes. So it means like they can rub their elbow, uh, Ross. They can rub yeah, their yeah. elbow uh-huh. I'm and, sure that's and, what that and means. get home. Oh, boy. I, I, okay, I, I think the answer to this is yes, that it can happen. That most women... Oh, certainly I, I, it can, yeah, but that the most question women, is most. That, that's what I'm saying. Most women can have an orgasm. They, like, I think most women would say, yeah, that's happened. I've had, an, I've had an orgasm without... He touched the back of my knee. Not the back of your knee. I lost Stop. control. No. I had to leave the restaurant with a napkin tied around my waist. Yeah, I, true story. I, I, I read it. I read it in Cosmo. It I'm happened. Gonna, I'm going to say that that's true, but I'm I'm I I don't like my confidence in that. Answer. Ross says true, and he is wrong. Okay, false. Yeah. Most women require it to reach orgasm. For women who have trouble achieving orgasm, incorporating that type of stimulation may be all that is necessary. I and I again, I, I, all of that seems right and seems true and and fair, and it is certainly you know it. Uh, yeah. It's better than taking the stairs, right? If you can hit, you can hit what, that, if you can hit that button in the elevator. Now, for the, the for our listeners who have yet to, to find, for, what, what is the what is the robot illustration for the for our listeners that have that's from a movie for our listeners that have not uh, uh, yet found it, found what we're talking about. It's like <laughs> there's some movie where it's like, hey, he's the guy at the top of the rowboat. 
I've never. I don't know what the fuck you're <laughs> talking from, about. There, it's from some movie. <laughs> I, it's like someone's dating a girl and he can't find it. Like can't find it, can't find it. And then what the next guy's he? like, he's yeah, he's up here at the top of the rowboat. What there is dinner for schmucks. Or top of the canoe. It's, it might be in that is one. It dinner I'm not sure. Dinner for schmucks. Oh, there's is a the one bit where about that. Steve Carell, his character, uh, his plays his, the biggest loser of all time. Yeah, his character's wife starts to date Zach Galifianakis's character, and. And the 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 line is, well, I lost my wife's clitoris. And, <laughs> she said I couldn't find she it. She said I couldn't find it, and I lost it, and I and I I never could find it. I looked everywhere for it, and then <laughs> Zach Galifianakis' character apparently is the one that found it. Yeah, he found it. Yeah, yeah. So, and he wanted it back. But oh, question twelve: What percentage of men say they always have an orgasm during sex with their partner? Okay, hundred's not an option <laughs> on this. <laughs> it's not an option. All right, thirty-nine percent. Oh my god! Sixty, seventy-five, or ninety-three. Ninety-three. Ross, right out, of the, right out of the gate, he comes storming out of the gate with ninety-three, and he is wrong. It's seventy-five. Seventy-five. Say that line again. Say the question again. What? Say they always have an orgasm during sex with their partner. Yeah. See, I keep. These always and nevers and things like that are going to get me on this. Okay. I would have thought 100. What the hell's the point of it? All right, here we go. <laughs> True, false, Ross. You got two questions left. Oh, bring, I, bring it I, home strong, okay? I had great sex, and three-fourths of the time, I actually got to. <laughs> this is interesting. I, don't, I, don't, I, I haven't clicked on the answer yet, so I don't know what they're going here. Okay. This, another one that seems pretty easy. The G-spot. Is a sexually sensitive part of a woman's anatomy found in the interior vaginal wall? Okay. So I'm trying to figure out if they're stumping me with terminology here. Or, or oh, that's what? a true false? That's true false. Well, it seems awfully true to me. Say it, read it, read it one more time. The G spot is a sexually sensitive part of a woman's anatomy found in the anterior vaginal wall. Yes. Uh, yes, that's true. I would agree, unless it's something like interior versus anterior you're right some, exactly some word something play. stupid because it is in that it's like yeah. anyway we're incorrect <laughs> i knew they were tricking us man with the stinking language you got to read it to us then what because that certainly oh come right on this is stupid the answer whether the g-spot exists is a matter of debate oh come oh, on baloney dr groffenberg that's the guy's po name popular or popularized by a 1982 book the g-spot is a region <laughs> since southeastern Europe, apparently. This, the G-spot is a region found behind the pubic bone that has been credited as the trigger for a vaginal orgasm and even a catalyst for a female ejaculation. That's called squirting, Ross. Ow. However, some experts note that there is no unique anatomical structure where the G-spot is supposed to be located. If the G-spot exists... It's best described as an erogenous zone rather than a part of the woman's anatomy. I, I don't, like, if it exists, it, it, it exists. I mean. I, I, I certainly think it exists. I mean, there's no doubt that there is an erogenous zone there. I mean. That's uh, that's interesting. Uh, no, I think the guy's name was Groffenberg. My buddy Josh Alton does a uh, does a bit. Thanks, Nate. Go make money, man. Keep the keep the lights on in this place. Appreciate it. That's um, Groffenberg was his name. German scientist. I've never heard anybody say, "Oh, pff, 
the, G, the G spot doesn't exist. It's not real. It's like gravity. I've never, I've never heard anybody even express people. that these thought. I, I, I honestly didn't know that there was a, a thought at all that it didn't. These are the same people that say time is a construct and water isn't wet. I'm unplugging my mic for a second. Don't you know money isn't real, man? Thought you knew that. Thought you were woke. Thought you had taken the red pill. I'm, those I'm two, back. Those are two different things. I had to tighten my mic. It was a little loose. Thanks for that. Um, okay, that was a stupid question. All right, here you go. That was a stupid question because we got it wrong. Oh, this is a dumb one. And on. uh, I hate this question sucks. I might have to find another final question for you. Sexual activity can increase the risk of stroke and heart attack in older people. True. That's false, Ross. I always hear about guys. That Researchers who tracked 914 men for 20 years found that having sex twice or more a week reduced the risk of oh fatal heart attack by gosh. half compared with those who had sex less than once a month. They also found frequency of sex was not associated with stroke. So women can save men's lives by having <laughs> sex with them. Ladies, give up the booty. Come on. And unless you want your husband to die. Right. Are you trying to kill us? If you're not trying to kill us, give up the booty. Give give up the booty. Give me the booty. Give me the booty. Give me the booty. Give me the booty. Um, I'm trying to find a a good one to end on, Ross, because that was a worthless, worthless I, I question. Say worthless, but it, I mean, I get, well, was, maybe maybe really, maybe we saved. That a was life. a really good one. That was right. Maybe we saved a life. I think we did. It's possible. Um. All right, we're gonna end on this. All right, here you go, Ross. We'll do these rapid fire. We're gonna figure out what your sexual appetite is. Who? Okay. Here we go. When do you like to have sex, Ross? When the mood is right, when I have some energy to burn off, when it can get me what I want, or pretty much always? Pretty much always. Okay. Question two. You see an attractive person at your local coffee shop. What do you do next? Well, this is obviously for probably single people, but you hand him or her a business card and suggest a date. We know wow. that's not true. Wow. Smile and look away, hoping the person will approach. Yeah. Pretend I forgot my wallet and ask him or her to buy me coffee. Oh, wow. Or say hello and make small talk to size up the situation. Wow. Um, I am either B or D on that one. I would say you're the small talk. Yeah, I, I, I would hope I would be aggressive enough to actually realize the opportunity, go up and say something, because I've, I've screwed that up too many times in my life where I let some... So I'm going to click, I'm going to click small talk for you. Yep. Small talk for me. What qualities or behaviors turn you on most in another person? Okay. Confidence and positive attitude. Okay. Power and influence. Uh. Affection and attentiveness. Good looks, killer body. Huh. Um, what was the first one? Confidence, positive attitude, I, power and influence, affection I, and attentiveness. Good uh, looks, killer body. I would say mine is probably... And my wife does listen to this all the time. I would say, honestly, confidence, positive attitude. Yeah, I think I'm that is an attractive feature in somebody for I'm sure. With you. I'm with you. I think I'm, I'm between A and C on that, but I'm going to go with A. A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where do you most like to have sex? Public. Jeez. Bed. Anywhere but the bed. Wow. Or <laughs> strapped to the bed, gagged and blindfolded. Wow. Holy cow. Those are some extreme options. I guess bed. Bed. They're normal. We got a couple kids. Right? That's, like that's normal. Okay. Your sexual partner pulls out a sex toy during foreplay. Okay. What do you do? Grab it and start playing. Follow my partner's lead. Mm-hmm. Suggest that we use it another time. Mm. Or pull out my blindfolded handcuffs. 
Uh, I'm not C or D. Uh, I'm worried about who. Okay, what is the toy? Because like <laughs> I know because I, I is it meant not, for you or is it meant for exactly her? right? Because we're gonna go. We're gonna play this game two different ways here. Yeah. Okay? Um. For, I, I but but for the most part, the answer is A. Like if you're, I, I don't. I'm not a. I'm. I'm. If you want to go down the road, let's go. Let's go see how much fun we can have. And if we don't have fun, we'll go back and we'll go back down this so road. So grab it and start playing. That's your answer? What was that? I feel like there was, that was a, a. Follow, that was a. Follow the lead. Follow your partner's uh, lead. Uh, uh, that means Aaron's making the call. So I guess it's probably more B, but I'm not. Uh, again, it, hey, it, it's your quiz. All depends. Go with A. On a, yeah. grab it and start playing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what comes the closest to being one of your biggest sexual fantasies? Don't, this is just us talking, Ross. Just us boys. No one's listening. Right. All right, here you go. Um, having sex simultaneously with another couple in the room. So that would be not with them, obviously, but same room. Yeah. Having a partner concentrate on only pleasuring me. That seems like normal sex, frankly, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, I've already made most of my sexual fantasies realities or successfully seducing someone who's very hard to get. Um, and it says, what comes the close to being? What Doesn't, comes this the isn't closest... Exact I guess, I guess D in that group. Successfully seducing? Um, you know, I, I, again, man, it, I feel like a lot of those are, I could check off the list already. Yep. You don't um, have to, Aaron doesn't listen to this no, either, so you're good. You're good to go. So you want to do that one? In her defense, I probably wouldn't listen to anything she did. Yeah. Successfully seducing, is that what we're doing with? I think I'm going to go successfully seduce somebody right. that would be hard to get. Got yeah. a few left here. How happy are you with the number of sexual partners you've had so far? Uh, it's about quality, not quantity. I stopped counting a long time ago. I'm ready for more or happy enough, but if the right opportunity presented itself, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> this, is, this is why you're answering the questions and not me because my wife oh, does listen great. to this. That's great. Uh, again, a combination of two there. Okay. Um, it's about quality, not quantity. Yep. Uh, but I'm also smart enough to know that, you know, divorces happen, people die. And, uh, yeah, I guess if, the, if, if, if I weren't married anymore and the right opportunity were there, I wouldn't, I'm not going to pass it up. I mean, I'm, like, I'm not saying that forever I'm going to be, uh, have the same number of sexual partners I've had right now. I hope that's the case. I really do hope yeah. that I'm, that this yeah, is I, it. Now I hear you. But I, but I, and we've talked about that, Mark. I was never a guy like, um, you know, I've had sex with like four people in my life. Yeah, right? you weren't looking for high numbers. No, not at all. No, no. I, I was looking for my wife before I, on every You were date, looking to avoid diseases. Every mm. date I went on, I was wondering if I was going to marry the girl. Yeah. Every date. Yeah. I wasn't, it was never like, oh, I wonder if I can look at I would be, I, I would be more like you in that regard. Like just like right, right into a, right into the relationship part. Yeah. All right. So what, what's our answer? What are we doing here? Quality? Quality, not quantity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fill in the blank. I prefer to have sex with someone I know and love, probably your wife, someone I'm extremely physically attracted to, mm. someone who's less experienced than I am, mm. anyone who really wants it. <laughs> Let's, that would describe uh, certain people at our, at our Right, place. right. And I think if we're all being honest, it's probably D, but, uh, but 
Um, one of those first prefer. ones. Um, I mean, I, I, I do like making love to the person that. Feel yeah. like making love. And there is some comfortableness with like that. But I mean. love. But, but somebody you're like incredibly you. physically attracted yeah. to. Yeah. That's good what lust is. That's uh, what. Uh, sure. That's, right. Sure. So, so I think it's B. Okay. Uh, I think we've got. Oh, two more. What's the shortest amount of time you've At ever... At the end of this, is this going to tell me like what type yeah. of pizza I like yeah, or something like is. that? It's be What's like, the shortest amount of time you've ever known someone before having sex with them? An evening? A week? Didn't even finish introducing ourselves. Uh, weeks. I like a slow burn. It's uh, funny. Short, no, shortest again. amount of time. I guess technically if it was two years, that could still be weeks. But those are your only four options right there. Yeah. Um, I guess Days. So we'll go with uh, what were the options again. We'll go yeah. with a week. Let's you probably your closest is a week. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be the closest because it wasn't that day. Okay. What sexual adv- uh, sexual adventure intrigues you the most? Role playing with yeah, my partner. Not at all. Having a one night stand with a complete stranger. Eh. Going to a sex club. No. Having multiple partners in one night. B D. Okay. Wow. All right. You what ready? Was B, what was B? It doesn't matter. It's too late. It's too yeah, late none of those seem crazy attractive to me. All right, let's see what this answer is here. Okay. Um, what's it say that I'm? If, uh, which, well, it's, which, it which says golden, which golden girl am it I? It says. Uh, so, what's your sexual appetite? It says. Okay, finally found what you're looking for. This is where it says, like Neil. It's got a picture of some dude. I don't know who Neil is. Like Neil, maybe you've had all this energy simmering under the surface with it's, nowhere it's, for on. it to go. It's not Neil Patrick Harris. Is no. It? Okay. You've had all this energy simmering under the surface with nowhere for it to go. Huh. Then you started making decisions and you never thought, you, never thought you'd make, but somehow they worked out for the better. So you started doing more and more. And now you're wondering why you didn't make the leap sooner. I don't even know what the hell this is. What am I reading? I don't know, but it seems like it's uh, hitting me right on the head here. I, like, I feel like we took that quiz and there's no, there's no answer. Like, that's not like... I was expecting, like, you're an animal. You're a beast. Way to go. Go I, get him. I, you're the best. I have no idea. I mean, I hope people at home answer the questions, but I feel like the answer was a little little uh, lacking there. Apologies to the listeners at home expecting a big payoff weak, there. Weak sauce. Giant weak sauce, what that was. Way well, we learned a lot about you, so that's good. If it, uh, I was hoping. If you want to be one of Ross's multiple partners in a night, yeah, right. Look him up. He's down for that. You ladies want to be in number six on the list? Just wait till I'm divorced. Take a number, wife, or my wife passes away. Take take a number, and in thirty five years, if I'm still alive and you're still alive and our parts still work, how good looking and rich would you need to be to have one of those ticket takers that they got in the DMV that spits out the next number? Uh, Jeter, Jeter. A lot more good looking than, than we are. What what's the over under for Jeter? Women in one night. <sighs> Not same time either. Individuals. I, I mean, I could see like he, he's kind of like, like a, a, Jeter got down, but Jeter's demeanor is kind of classy. So yeah, you, maybe you think too. like he would that's be only true. one in a night. And and and. I mean, what could he have done? Yeah. Four, five, six. How many hours are in the evening? It depends. Yeah, are you a five-minute guy? Yeah. Or are you more like 9.1? What's 
whatever the average was. Right. Because I, 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 I do think that there were enough women in New York that would have said, I don't care. Oh, pff, enough. Millions. Derek Jeter? Jeter. I'm talking about Single Derek women? Jeter. Talking about Derek no, Jeter. Millions is the answer. He had a, he had a s- selection for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they would come over and he would say, well, do you like my, uh, uh, my erection selection? I love the nightstand full of memorabilia like it's such an i don't Dude, know that, what there's the no way that's it. there's no way that's true hey thanks baby you uh hey uh, get, here's what you, you hold on i'm gonna roll over and grab you a prize reach over out there. of the out of the cracker you know rack here's what you get to do you get to pick your own prize out of there he, but he opens the top drawer and signed baseballs it's game worn cleats remember it's, uh, remember only one prize per customer it's like and it depends how good they are dude the yeah. top drawer is like the trivial stuff like the baseballs and stuff the bottom drawer is signed jerseys like bats from his uh, 2000th hit, the good stuff. That's how you know where you rank. Like, you rocked my world, baby. They're yeah. like, what drawer did I get? Uh, you're in number one. Sorry, yeah. maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted the sweet memorabilia. Don't yeah, forget to grab listen, your phone out of the fishbowl on listen, the way out of here. Tonight was fun, but uh, I'm going to give you this Scott Brocious signed baseball. We all know that I'm going to the Hall of Fame, but right now you're not. Wait a minute. I don't even get anything with your name on it. Maybe next time. Do you believe the rumor that they had to uh, put their phones in a fishbowl or something else when they entered his apartment and they could not take them until they left? Um, yeah. Super private guy. Nothing ever came out about him. Nothing. I mean, like, nothing ever. Nothing. Because in this day and age, you know that if you bang Derek Jeter and then he falls asleep next to you, you're taking a picture. Dude, that's what happened with Conor McGregor. You're snapping a You've picture. You've seen that Conor McGregor thing, right? No, nah, but I've seen stuff like Michael Buble and, and, and had guess, one. And, you know, and, like, and, yeah, and, they come they, out occasionally. Could be, those could be fake. I guess Conor McGregor had one where he, he slept with a nasty yeah. chick. Yeah. And, yeah, she, like, woke up way before him and did this giant thing to the world of, like, yeah, check it out. Look, I, in I, my bag. look who I bagged. Yeah, look who I bagged last night. Yeah, and Jeter's smart man. He would think through these things, hundred percent. Ah, yeah, can't imagine what that world would have been like. Yeah, I admire him though. Like, I we don't know nothing about Derek Jeter, but the guy stayed single his entire playing career. Because yeah, he's like, he's like, what's, on, what's the point? I don't see him on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Yeah. What's what's the point? Yeah, you know, it sounds like he did it with permission with adult women. Why so do we love him. Jeter so much and despise A Rod so much? Uh, a Rod cheated. A Rod's just a douche, isn't he? A Rod cheated. Admitted. There's just something about him. Man. Admitted, right? Jeter was uh, Jeter was the epitome of played the game the right way, right? Played the game the right way. He wasn't flashy, and what he did, there was much better shortstops than Jeter defensively. Wasn't a huge power guy. No. You know, he was a wall scraper for yeah. most of his career, right? Played all the time. Would dive into the seats when he needed to. I still think greatest defensive play I've ever seen yeah. is Jeter against the A's. Yeah. Be, be, Where he comes flying across the, being the in infield a place he had no and business like to making be, that play. Right? You never see a shortstop in Baseball that Baseball IQ off the charts. Right. It's it's all those things. One Mark. team, You're right. one team. Yep. His whole career didn't didn't go A-Rod, somewhere else for the money. A Rod chased dollars his whole life. Yeah, hundred percent. People viewed A Rod as fake. No one I viewed Jeter. No one. No one viewed Jeter as fake because he he didn't put on that persona. It was so, it was so weird being a Yankees fan during that time and hating A Rod, hating A Rod, hating Roger Clemens. 
Yeah. Um, I didn't like a lot of those dudes on those Yankee teams. And you then, like Garrett Cole now? Are you a eh, Cole guy? We'll see. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. I didn't like some of the stuff he did at the end of the World Series last year. You know, it, instantly going into the locker room and putting on his free agent hat or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the hat was. It, was, it, was, not, it, it was not uh, an Astros hat. It was not. No, Because immediately said, I'm not an Astro anymore. Exactly. Like, during his... It, Press yeah. conference. Like, you were three minutes ago, dude. Right, exactly. I'm not, not with these guys anymore. <laughs> Losers. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one. So I don't, I don't, I don't remember I, what the hat was, though. I don't remember if it was, like, his agent's brand. Because I think he's a Boris guy. I feel like it was maybe a Scott Boris hat, or it was a Major League Baseball brand. I don't remember. Yeah. I, but I do remember it was not an Astros hat, and it was a I remember was watching a it, and it kind of rubbing me the wrong way as well. I do this with athletes, man, like Robbie Alomar, who by all accounts seems like he was a pretty wonderful guy from what I've... He was a spitter. But he's spitting an umpire's face, and from that moment on, I wanted nothing to do with that guy. Couldn't root for Robbie Alomar for anything, and he was a fantastic player. Hell, I even took that hate down to Sandy Alomar and his brothers. (laughs) I mean, the whole family. Screw all of you! I Uh, hope you get COVID! (laughs) So, uh, I I don't know what that is about athletes that makes us kind of... Decide whether or not we like them, and then even if they're on our favorite team, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think Jay Cutler, uh, the oh, example Cutler, that comes big, up big all douche the time. face. Yeah, because his face looked. No, nah, it was his face. Like the guy just didn't it, look like you, you hated rooting for a, uh, the guy on your team because you felt like he just didn't care if he threw an interception or a touchdown. Um, he's actually kind of a funny guy because he went on to do the show with Kristen Cavallari, his, his wife. Um, called Very Cavallari. I've seen... They're now divorced or getting divorced, by the way. I've seen highlights of that show, though, but and he, it does look like he very good. was on it, and yeah. he's a funny dude. I've heard this. Very heard, sarcastic. Yeah. Dry sense of humor, very funny. Uh, but no, he his douche face hurt him big time in his career. I mean, not financially. He did very well. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's paying the bills. Paying the bills, and now going to be a single man. So if you're looking, uh, Jay... Cutler. Jay Cutler, come on the uh, Jump the Shark podcast. Take, is the sex, available. take the sex quiz with us. We can hook you up with... Uh, Jay's answer will be everybody. It doesn't matter. I don't discriminate yeah. whatsoever. Um, Jay, how many times a year does the average person have sex? Four million. <laughs> Let me tell you, Ross, how often I get up in the rafters. Well, when I was... Uh, I've got rabies from all the bat bites up there. <laughs> when I was the quarterback of the Broncos, and then when I was the quarterback of the Bears, where did he go to school? He was a Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt kid, right? Yeah. See, that's where, when you're the... The, the big man on campus, yeah, I'm sure being an NFL dude and like being Derek Jeter, but the stories that uh, I used to hear about, like Drew Bledsoe was the one that I can remember at Washington State. Yeah. that And I don't remember who this was or how this story ever got back to Des Moines, Iowa, or my years, but like Drew Bledsoe going into parties at Washington State and basically like, hey, hey, I'm Drew. Yeah. What's, uh, when's this going down? Yeah. And I the still girls would be like okay. I yeah. still like my wife, uh, my poor innocent wife. She was a big Matt Thomas fan at Iowa State, oh, and, yeah. then, and then she heard the someone that said, shared someone that said, oh Matt, you know, I was at a party and Matt Thomas was getting serviced in the bathroom or something to that effect, and then she just didn't feel the same way about him again. I'm like, it, it was a starter on the basketball team at Iowa State, and I so mean, what? What are you expecting? Right, right, I, right. I mean, I mean, every guy would pretty much do the exact same thing. One of two things happened. He either went in there and was looking for it and found it, yeah. or he went in there and some girl came up to him and said, holy cow, you're Matt Thomas. Let me... I want to introduce myself. Let me show you this, something that I learned how to do. 
Well, yeah. let me give you four and a half minutes in heaven. Yeah. So, are you one of those people that can't orgasm? All I've got to say is, hey, Matt, good for you, I man. Don't, uh, know, you don't know. know if the story is true, but I've never had one good enough for that. Well, so. It wasn't a bad story that I heard. So, good oh, for you. Good, good for you, Ice Man. I mean, yeah. What's the bad there? Oh, I heard about a guy in college who got a blowjob. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you call the cops? <laughs> Did you give her an autograph once it was over? I mean, at yeah, least. right. I wonder what, what is that when you're like one of the big men on campus at a major university, what's the proper protocol once it's all over? Like, do you just like pat him on the head and wish him well? Or do you like give an obligatory autograph? Hey, I uh, signed the inside cover of your trig book. Yeah. It's just, that's going to be worth some money someday. I'll be drafted. I soon. took, uh, took the side of your textbook, put my name on it. The thing, Remember the, me forever. The things Ross that you and I'd never had to worry about. Exactly right. So it's like, okay. Yeah, I didn't ever have to worry about girls coming up to me at parties and going, hey, let me introduce myself. Yeah, let's head into that bathroom. It was more like, oh, oh, we've heard about you. Yeah. You're the creep. Yeah. I uh, had a, I'll just call it a friend, so I don't uh, reveal too much information. But I had a friend who played on the Iowa State football team during their bull trip uh, to Shreveport. I think they played Bama that year. Don't remember. I think they played Shreveport. But anyway, a bunch of them went out to a bar in Shreveport, Louisiana, and he ended up finding the janitor's closet with a girl um, who, who said hello. See, now, this, is, this, they, like, this they, goes they, back they, to the These things happen, thing. man. They happen in weird, weird spots. I mean, and he wasn't even good. Again, we're, not, we're not talking about a starter here, ladies and gentlemen. This is probably one of those situations where it's, well, the opportunity's never been there, so it's really easy for me to make these judgments and say these things. But I, I have zero interest in meeting somebody. I have no idea who they are. I have no idea what their life has been. Yeah. I have no idea if they've slept with four or 400 people. Yeah. And like, I could not imagine a scenario where I met somebody and was having sex with them within hours. Or, or minutes. Or minutes. Or minutes. Or, yeah. Or I couldn't. I, I just. But again, I've never had this. I've never had the opportunity. Nobody's yeah. ever walked up to me and been like, whoa. You're so goddamn attractive. I need to have you right now. I need to like. Well, the stories go. Sometimes it happens with just a glance, right? Oh, you're course, at a coffee yeah. shop. You meet eyes with somebody. Yeah. They head to the bathroom and look back over their shoulder, and the person's following them. And in. you follow them in. Oh. You go to the stall, and you don't even say, "This is my name." Yeah, it's just on like wild animals. This is why I hang out at yeah. uh, Caribou all the time. At times like this, I want to talk about a tease. I want to tell my favorite um, Iowa Hawkeye sex story, but I won't. Dude, so I didn't it. ever finish the Bobby Hansen story. Oh, okay. Oh, what, 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 a, what a lead in. What a way to lead this, leave this, right? Yeah, it's, it's time for us to go. So minutes. so next next week, <laughs> we're promised to get back to this story. All right, go ahead. Tell it. So Bobby Hansen, I interviewed him once about uh, um, uh, just perspective of life and things like that. And I got to talking to him about how cool that must have been to be on the bench with Michael Jordan. And he, it was, it's one of the coolest stories I've ever heard about how the grass is always greener, that everybody is sitting around saying, man, the mistakes I made and regretting their life decisions. Here's a guy that had played his entire life, had played basketball. He was Bobby Hanson, the basketball player, gets to the NBA. He's had a pretty good NBA career. He's nearing the end of that NBA career. He ends up with the greatest basketball player of all time, and he gets to sit on the bench and be on Michael Jordan's team. He gets into the game a few times, but for the most part, he sits on the bench and watches Michael Jordan win him a championship. Mm -hmm. 
What was that like, Bobby Hansen, to do that? It was miserable. Hmm. Bobby Hansen sat there the whole time because when Bobby Hansen was in college, he was friends with um, a guy with the last name Kirk who ended up being part of the Kirk Van Orsdale family. I believe the Kirk family that owns the Wild Rose Casinos. Yeah. Is that the same? It's all the same family? So. And Bobby had an opportunity in college to become like an investor in that yeah. d- development. Okay, and, and was going to, at one point, forego his NBA career to be a businessman with his friend and didn't do it. Well, it turned out all right, right? I mean, here's the guy that's ended up making a lot of money. In the a, NBA. Had a shoe deal, lived his dream as, that he had as a kid, is now sitting there on the bench with the greatest player he's ever going to play with, watching him win him a ring, and what was going through his brain? man, I missed those opportunities from college because hmm. I could have been something different. I could have been a, a multimillionaire. Yeah, I've got money in the bank, and yeah, I've got yeah. all this fame, and I'm, I've yeah. got this clout as Bobby Hansen, but it could have been better. The average person that hears this story, by the way, would say I would happily trade places with him. Most people It's all would. perspective in it life. Is, right, Mark. And that, that's why I love that story so much because even a guy that if you took 95% of dudes – and said, "Hey, man, you you get to hit this button, and you get to you get to be that guy. You get to be the guy that's sitting there with Michael Jordan. You're not just on the team. You you're a dude, man. Mm-hmm. You have made it in the NBA, a, a decade in the league. You're going to win a ring. Yeah, but you're also going to have this guilt. This is what you like, do in it, life. This is where you know if your life's good. You look at all the other people in the world other than yourself, and you ask yourself, would I change places with them? Okay." If there's less people above you than below you, you're in a pretty good spot. And Mark, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a hell of a lot more people below you. That's a guarantee. Oh, just the fact they have things like headphones? If you, it, I mean... <laughs> like power to having, listen? Having a, a roof over your head, having any sort of job or money in your bank account, yeah. having the ability... To, yeah, having electricity. Dude, there's there's actually a thing. You could Google this. It's like if you live in America and you make $30,000 a year, in the, in the scope of the population of the world, you are a one percenter. Yeah, it's probably true. I, th- it's I think something it's probably like, true. It's something like 30 or 50 grand. It's not a lot of money. It's it's a li- it's yeah. amount of money that most people would hear and go, Ooh. Hence why a lot of people say it's the greatest country in the world, and that's why it bothers people that uh, when people are like, no, it's not, not anymore. That's, uh, people get bothered by that because like you're forgetting the rest of the world. Love me some America. You know, so with that, we'll say America... Ross finally got to tell a story. Hopefully it was worth the payoff. Uh, Hopefully the kids didn't listen to this one as well. We'll see you next week. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.